The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong. As she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, I'm going to talk about something a little off-topic today. I just found it fascinating. It doesn't necessarily have implications on marketing to women, but it certainly has implications on women and maybe the way we do what we do. I was reading an article um, last month by Richard Knox on women's circadian rhythms. And believe it or not, a new study shows that women run on a different clock than men. And we've always talked about you know, women and men are vastly different. Well, there may be some biological reasons for that. Uh, the researchers at Bring, um, Brigham and Women's Hospital first released their report in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, and what they found was there is a difference in the biological clock of men and women by the average of six minutes. They looked at 157 people who spent up to eight weeks in a sleep lab in Boston, and they took a look at kind of their, their biological cycles. Now, six minutes may not sound much, but according to one of the study authors, that it really means that women are, are kind of different off, out of sync from the 24 hour cycle by as much as six minutes. Now, we talk a lot about women being chronically sleep-deprived because of their work obligations like taking care of kids, helping them do homework, um, working themselves, a variety of reasons. Well, now, basically, we also know that their biological clocks are off by six minutes a day. In fact, about one in three women have inner clocks that run especially fast, according to this study. They complete a full daily cycle in less than 24 hours. Now, frankly, I just wish that meant I could get more done in 24 hours, but I'm afraid that's not the case. That is not a side benefit of having a fast biological clock. It just means, however, that millions of women, millions of us out there, have to fight against our inner clock every day to do what we need to do. And that can be quite challenging. It can also mean that, you know what, we don't get a, a regular sleep in ourselves. We don't get the, you know, we're up at, at odd hours, that kind of thing. It's not just our lifestyle. It's actually our biological clock. Now, this is really interesting if you're le- living with a man and his clock is set at a different time period. 
Um, So while you may be your most productive, the rest of your family may still be in bed. Now, there's a reason for that. It's not just laziness. Again, it's the biological clock. So next time you see your spouse snoring next to you in bed while you're up and you've already done five loads of laundry, you can say, your clock needs to speed up. Anyway, I found that interesting. Nothing to do with marketing to women, but a lot to do with maybe uh, gender relations. (laughs) Anyway, um, talking about coach queens today. There are more than 1.5 million of coach queens out there in her mid-30s staying at home. Uh, Many of them have a college degree. Their household income of more than $100,000 with two kids in the home. Uh, They have lots of interest, um, specifically their home, and the kids in them are a priority to them, but love to travel, love the arts. Um, environmentally conscious. She does shop for the very best price and hits the clearance rack, any rack, to look for those bargains. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the coach queen who may have a little bit of, of money available to spend? Well, her friends do influence her, as so many women out there. The store environment is also crucial to the coach queen. Once she steps foot inside the store, she doesn't like what she sees. Within three minutes, she's out the door and on to another store. She also reads a lot of magazines. They influence her as well. Martha Stewart Living, People, Shape, Parenting, online a lot, looking for information at iVillage, Disney, Expedia, eBay, Amazon. She's watching a lot of home shows like HGTV, TLC, but also Food Network, Fox News, Disney, and Nickelodeon. Um, So you can reach her there. So Coach Queen, got some money to burn, um, but always looking for a bargain. Well, my guest today knows a lot about women, especially women in leadership roles. Gloria Felt is a nationally renowned activist and author. She has a new book that came out last fall called No Excuses, Nine Ways Women Can Change How We Think About Power. And really what she's looking at is why women are stuck with such a small percentage of top leadership roles. Uh, It's not her first book. She's written several of them, including one with Kathleen Turner called Behind Every Choice is a Story. For nearly a decade, up until 2005, Gloria Felt was president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Federation of America. Many of you probably know that name. It's the nation's largest reproductive health and advocacy organization. I'm looking very much forward to speaking to Gloria about her book and the tools of power that each of us can employ as women out there in the marketplace. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, 
social media campaigns with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to give you the market edge. Join host Larry Weber as he speaks to the innovators and trendsetters who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to First Strings. Joining me today is Gloria Felt. Gloria is an activist and author. Up until 2005, she was president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Federation of America. And she just debuted her newest book out last fall called No Excuses, Nine Ways Women Can Change How We Think About Power. Gloria, welcome to the program. Thank you, Maria. I'm happy to be here with you. I'm 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 double timing it here based on the study that you just told us about. I think it sounds really right on the mark that, that women have different rhythms than men. Isn't it true? I know when I read that, I thought, you know, this is a little this is information I don't wouldn't typically share, but I found it fascinating. I think it kind of brings us back to I think women feel like oftentimes they're they're trying to outpace ourselves, our peers, and men at the same time, and uh, it's it's interesting that in fact uh, we run six minutes faster. Our biological clock runs six minutes faster, but I don't know that we get around to doing six times as much things as many things. But you certainly have, I think, in your life thus far. You've you've accomplished so much in your life, and um, in reading about you uh, both offline and online, I think you describe yourself as a as a feminist activist and. Um, I just love that description. I'm in my 40s, and I think for women in their 40s and above, you know, the description has a very powerful connotation to it. Uh, for for younger people, you know, I'm, I don't know what a feminist activist would mean to them. What do you think it means, and how do you feel that this world needs feminist activists today, maybe perhaps than ever before? Well, to me, feminism is social justice. <laughs> and mm-hmm. fighting to make sure that everybody gets a fair shake, male and female, and, uh, and whatever other attributes people might have, that, that everybody has a fair shake in the world. And so an activist to me is somebody who, who actually spends time trying to make that happen, and, and that has been my, my goal for, for many years, and, and it continues to be. Uh, right now, what I, what I hope to be able to do is to speed the dial a bit, speaking of uh, circadian rhythms and how much we get done in the course of a day. But, uh, you know, at the rate women are going right now, it'll be 70 years before we reach parity with men in top leadership positions in politics and in the workplace. And so uh, I just, you know, I want as, as my own legacy to try to help move that along a little faster. And so that's what being a feminist activist means to me specifically today. Mm-hmm. Well, and we need it now more than ever. You already pointed out 
there's a lot of inequalities out there that we've been battling for a very long time. You know, depending on who I'm speaking to, everybody has their kind of different version of how much progress we've really made. I, you know, some people will say we've made quite a bit of progress. Others say we made a lot of progress early on, but we've stalled out. You know, um, I've had experts on talking about gender, gender wage gaps and what we can do about it. I've had people on talking about how women continue to have this burden of work at home and work um, in the office. And yet, you know, apparently in the last two years, we've achieved some of the best success in the workplace. We've, we've actually hung on to our jobs more than men. It is kind of an, an interesting dichotomy. Um, do you think we've made progress? Clearly we're not making it fast enough, but do you think some progress has been made? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think one of the reasons why it's sometimes hard for for people today, and particularly younger people, to, to see that there are still there are still tasks that need to be done to help women reach equality, is that we have now seen a woman first almost everything. Mm-hmm. We have we know we now know that women can do everything, and so it, it, you can easily begin to think, well, all doors are open. All problems are solved. And so, I, I mean, I'm a very big optimist. I, I think that, that so much has happened, so many wonderful things have happened. But the truth is, as you mentioned, that women are still making 77 cents to a man's dollar, uh, that there are still external barriers. But what I found in writing No Excuses, and I have to say this was very hard for me to accept. I didn't want to accept this. But I finally had to come to terms with the fact that Many of the barriers that we women are facing now are internal barriers because it is very hard to change a culture while you're living in it. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are risks to, to changing a culture, trying to change things while you're also trying to be accepted as part of a culture. And so I, I, I feel that we're in the midst of an unfinished revolution. And, and there's a great deal of good news, but this is women's moment. Um, it's our moment. It's our moment to push forward and really reach full equality. And I think when we do that, the world will be a better place, not just for ourselves, but for men, for our families, and frankly, for our communities and the world. Mm-hmm. Well, in your book, No Excuses, Nine Ways Women Can Change How We Think About Power, is kind of a look at um, what can we do? What's in our power to really go and and take what's ours? And as you said, now more than ever, we have that opportunity because so many doors have been opened to us. There's still those, however, that are closed, or let's let's say partially open. Partially, um, that's right. <laughs> partially open. Talk a little bit about why that book now. I mean, what is it about now that that really urged you to to write it? And I'm assuming it's because you feel like there is opportunity now. Yes, we just look around us and we see everyone telling us that this is women's moment. McKinsey and Company, for example, has done numerous studies and found that companies that have larger numbers of women on their senior management teams and boards make more money. They have a better return on investment for their for their um, shareholders. And, and and we've seen, well, you know, to extend this to politics, the World Bank, for example, has looked at parliaments around the world and. They say that those that have higher numbers of women on them make better decisions, have a better decision-making process. I'm not saying that women are necessarily better than men, but as you pointed out in your opening comments, there are some different issues that we each have, and frankly, I think these are pretty much culturally determined, but it's good to have a balance of both. 
Mm-hmm. It's very. It's much better for an organization to have a balance of both. Just as we understand that greater diversity around the decision-making table usually results in better decisions because you have a more a broader set of, of, of eyes, better different points of view that, that can be brought to the table. And so the rest of the world is looking at women and saying, this is your moment. Um, you know, women are, are buying 85% of the consumer products that are sold. The marketers understand our power. But what are we doing? What are we doing to use that power? Not much. On the other hand, if you think about it, if, if women got together and decided we wanted certain products, or some a different design. I mean, I, I personally I want nice deep pockets in my clothes. I, I think that I'm so jealous of men's clothes and the nice deep pockets that they have. Um, I'd like to not have to carry a, a, a handbag all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that's my personal mission. If, if, but if we women all got together and we and we went to persuade the clothing manufacturers that we really want that feature in our clothing, believe me, we would get it because they want mm-hmm. to sell those clothes to us. So we have so much power in our hands that we're not using, and that's what I want to encourage women to realize. You know, if the doors are open, that's great, but nobody will walk you through a door. You have to walk through that door yourself. And you do outline some tools to help us walk through that door. Share if you would, and you don't have to give them all away, because clearly we'd love people to buy the book, I'm sure, but what are some of the power tools that you subscribe in the book? Sure. I, uh, Maria, one of the things I didn't want to do is to write one of those books that talks about what's wrong with women. Right. There are way too many of those out there. So I wanted to not blame, but rather inspire women to actually use the talents and the power that we have in our hands. And so I, I, from my own experience, from the interviews that I did with women across the country and from my research, I put together a set of nine ways, and I call them power tools, really specific tools and tips that women can use to help them move along in life more productively. And I, I guess um, one of the ones that people are often surprised about that I'll share with you is embrace controversy. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes women shy away from conflict. And I'm not saying be, be, be rude. You don't have to be mean and nasty to embrace controversy. But you have to be somewhat brave. You have to understand that that when something becomes controversial, it means that it's important. It's important enough for people to pay attention to. That means people are paying attention to you, and you have a chance to actually deliver your message, to teach people to lead them to your point of view. And, and so I, I believe that for us all to learn to embrace controversy is, could be a very productive and positive thing for us in the workplace and in our civic life. That's one. Another one that um, fits with what you said about women doing better in the, in the, in the recessionary economy, uh, and it's true that women lost fewer jobs than men, partly because the jobs we held were lower-paid jobs. And mm-hmm, frankly, sadly. now that jobs are coming back, men are getting the new jobs faster than women, which is a whole other issue. But the power tool that I'd like to share with you is, is what I call Carpe the Chaos. Um, chaos can be opportunity. It wasn't until the recession, <clears throat> excuse me, that people started asking, what if Lehman Brothers had been Lehman Sisters or Lehman <laughs> Brothers and Sisters? Mm-hmm. Chaos means that boundaries are, are more open to people being willing to accept new ways of doing things. And so I think it opened up opportunities for women to move into the financial industry in a way that really has never happened before. And I see a lot of movement in that arena. I mean, just look at what's happening with, with the World Bank, for example. 
um, or, or rather the, the uh, International Monetary Fund, and, and you see what's happening as they're saying, well, maybe we need women to lead these institutions now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to your point earlier, so many of those institutions have been led by women globally, just not here in the United States. I find that to be just fascinating, too, the fact that even though we're allegedly so progressive as a country, we're one of the last um, to have a, a leader that's a woman, to have uh, a house of uh, legislators that's uh, fully uh, female. Um, you know, that we just, uh, we're, we're really not as progressive. And I know that you have been a keen observer uh, for women for a very, very long time. You're still actively involved at Arizona State University. Uh, you teach um, a, a course there called Women, Power, and Leadership. I love that. And, um, you know, as the former head of Planned Parenthood, I mean, you've been very active in young women's lives. And as, you, as you've kind of tutored them over these years, what do you tell them about the land of opportunity for women currently and also the balance that women have to try to create for themselves because our work isn't done when we go home. That's true. That's true. I, woman's work is still never done. But the good news is that, that men are participating somewhat more, although it's not quite equal yet. And frankly, I think that the really good news is that there's a whole generation of men who have been raised by women who were actively involved in the workplace and who have taught them that it's as much their responsibility to be involved in their children's lives and in the, in the, in the activities of their families as it is the woman's. And so I, I just, again, I, I'm very optimistic about it. But, but things don't happen on their own. We have to help make them happen. And I tell young women when they ask me about, well, can I have it all, or, or how do I know if do I want to have children first and then build my career, or do I want to build my career first and then have children, you know, what I always tell them is that, is that there, there's no one right answer. Um, that, but, but I think you may not be able to have it all all at once, but you can, all, you can have it all at some point in your life. Right. And also that whatever you choose is, if it doesn't work out for you, you can usually unchoose it. You know, you can almost always decide, well, this didn't work. I'm going to try a somewhat different path. We are so lucky these days that we live, most of us live long enough that we have an opportunity to try out several different phases of our career. And, um, I mean, you know, I was in a big organization for many years, but now I'm working by myself at home because I want, at this stage of my life, as a grandmother, to have the flexibility to be able to do more things with my family that I couldn't do when I was younger. So I think that's the very cool thing is that our lives are long enough that, that we get to choose many different times what we want to do. And, um, and we should never think that we have closed all of the doors to ourselves. There's always a way to open another door. And I think it is more socially acceptable to change these days. I mean, no one stays at their job for 30 years anymore. And it's, I think I've read the stat that there's, what, seven careers in each of us throughout a lifetime. Oh gracious. If I had known that, I would not, you know, I would, have, I would have been asking people, what do I do with my life? But, no, you're absolutely right. And, and, and you, you just look at that with an optimistic point of view. It's, it's pretty exciting. You know, it's extremely exciting. Um, so on that high note, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, though, I um, want to talk to you a little bit about what you see on the horizon for women over the next three to five years. So more from Gloria Felt when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Looking for answers that will accelerate and advance your online store or website? You have made it to the Merchant Help Desk, presented by AscenderCart.com. Our hosts and expert guests will break down ways to succeed in your online marketing operation. Get your questions answered on subjects like SEO for e-commerce, legal issues, PCI compliance, and more. Merchant Help Desk, presented by AscenderCart.com. Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been so pleased to be chatting with Gloria Felt today. Gloria is a nationally renowned activist and author. Her passion for social justice has certainly propelled her life's work, whether it be at Planned Parenthood or Arizona State or many of the many other things that she's involved in, including a book recently out late last year called No Excuses, Nine Ways Women Can Change How We Think About Power. And earlier in the program, we were talking about those very important power tools that women can use to unleash their power because we have it and our time is now as Gloria has so eloquently stated that embracing controversy and chaos are two tools that we should be using to our advantage and Gloria I know that you have a lot of outlets to communicate your messages your blogs are one way to do that your blog called Nine Ways um, is very interesting on it you have a series called She's Doing It talk a little bit about that if you would well, thank you, and I want to encourage everybody to come tell me their thoughts on my Nine Ways blog because that's where we talk about the nine tips and tools specifically. Um, and the, the, if you scroll back, you'll see a lot of different stories of how different women are using these power tools and, and talking about them. And so I, I really um, encourage that kind of conversation to go on. I realized that um, that the um, sorry, I realized that. There are so many incredible stories out there of women that I hear and see every day. And so I, I decided I wanted to highlight a different woman every week, and I just started it last week, and so I've had, or two weeks ago, I guess, and, and every week I'm going to highlight a woman who, in my view, is actually using some of these power tools to accomplish uh, these things in life that she wants to accomplish. And I, the, for example, the first one that I uh, highlighted 
was a woman who started a, a website called um, Expediting the Inevitable. Mm-hmm. And she's a physician, and she created this website because, you know, the medical profession is now becoming approximately 50% female. Mm-hmm. But again, in the medical profession, like in other professions, though half of the employees are women or half of the doctors are women, very few of those women actually make the upper echelons of medical leadership. And so expediting the inevitable is her way to try to help and encourage women who are physicians specifically to move along and take leadership, their equal share of leadership positions in the medical profession, expediting the inevitable. Um, I just thought it was a great idea, and so I wanted to highlight that, and that's what I plan to do every week. And so if anybody out there has uh, something that they're doing that they'd like me to highlight, they can email me at gloria at gloriafelt.com, and I'd love to, to hear from them. Great sources of inspiration for anyone that wants to be inspired as well. And the other blog you have, I love the name of it. It's called Heartfelt, F-E-L-D-T, your last name there. Uh, You tackle a lot of news of the day. So anyone interested in Gloria's take on news of the day, you want to check that out. And I was intrigued by uh, one of your posts around Maria Shriver and her husband that I won't name, and really how the model of masculinity has changed in this country. Um, How do you feel the changing face of the American male has impacted women's changing roles over the years? Well, you know, don't you think it's really an amazingly wonderful thing that it has been two housekeepers who have been able to speak truth to power these very powerful men and to say, no, we're not going to take that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that signals the most phenomenal shift in our culture uh, that, that we have seen. And uh, while I'm very sorry, in, you know, for Maria Shriver in this situation, I, I, I mean, I'm, it's, it's always sad to see a family have that kind of stress within it. I just think that, that women are at a place where we're able to say, this is who we are. This is what we deserve to have in our lives. Um, we're, we're willing to take the responsibility to do our equal share, but we also believe it's our turn to have our equal share of the power. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just see that shift going on all around me. Yeah, and it will continue to grow. And as you've already stated, more and more women are in, you know, they're doctors. They're they're coming out of medical school. They're coming out of business school. Um, they're they're slowly making their way up the corporate ladder. And whether they're at the top or at the you know at the bottom, whether they're housekeepers or they're CEOs, there has been a shift in power and a shift in our role that we perceive ourselves to take in sharing our opinions um, and fighting for ourselves. Frankly, um, I would imagine that you probably have a vision for women over the course of the next few years. What do you think is going to happen for women in the next three to five years, over the course of the next presidential term, perhaps? Once again, I would say that it's in our hands. The future is in our hands. We have had a pattern in the United States, in the women's movement, of moving forward and then stepping back on our own. Uh, My metaphor for that today is, now I have to tell you, I love shoes. I'm crazy about shoes. <laughs> I buy shoes all the time. But I think that these seven-inch heels, are that's my metaphor for the step backward, that it is always possible for women to take. You can't move in those shoes. You can't run in those shoes. You can't 
you know, you, you are limited when you wear those shoes. And, 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 and so it's really up to us. Um, after women got the vote in 1920, they stepped back and stopped moving forward with, an, with a progressive women's agenda. You know, they were talking about health care, child care, equal pay, and all those things back then. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? We still don't have many of them because we step back. And so and that pattern has repeated itself almost every decade. And so what I see in the future is whatever we make of it. And that's my challenge. It's really up to us, but the power is in our hands. Well said, Gloria, well said. And for those of you who want to know more about Gloria, I'm going to give the website again. I know you alluded to it before. It's GloriaFelt.com, F-E-L-D-T. And uh, you can find her Nine Ways blog, also Heartfelt there. Um, And then, of course, I would encourage everyone to read No Excuses, Nine Ways Women Can Change How We Think About Power. And, Gloria, I'm imagining that they they can get that on Amazon. They can absolutely get it on Amazon. They can get it at just about any bookstore, uh, barnesandnoble.com or, or any, any major bookstore can get it for them. And, um, uh, again, I, I really encourage people. I, I see this as, a, as an ongoing conversation. I, I certainly don't have all the answers, but I hope we're going to get to them together. And, uh, and so I, I really encourage people to, to chat with me about it and, and let's carry the conversation forward. Well, and thank you for being willing to facilitate that conversation. We need more of you out there, Gloria. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you, Maria. It's been a pleasure. And thanks to Lewis, my producer, for getting us through another great show. And join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. <laughs>